you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of Leadosophy, Tim Wood. So is there, between the golf team and the fraternity, is it, do you feel like part of you is a better person or you maybe like who you are more as a person because of the new relationships you're surrounded with, the people you're surrounded with, the friends that you've made? Yeah, I'd say that's a big part because a lot of the people that I'm, I'm close with now is because of the things that I did, because I joined the fraternity. I have a group of brothers that I feel like I'm going to be brothers and friends with for the rest of my life. Um, the golf team isn't so much like that, but those are guys I'm going to be friends with for the next three years, four years, five years. Um, and I like that part about my life. I like that I can, I can just call up my friends and be like, hey, let's go do this, or call this person and be like, hey, let's go do this. I, I have that option now. Um, you know, Maybe if I want to go somewhere, I can just call up a buddy and be like, hey, let's go do this. Um, I like that part about my life now because I didn't have that part. Um, and I think that came with not not being afraid to step off that, that, that ledge and just kind of going over and doing it. Um, and I'm kind of trying to take that approach in the next four years, five years of, of school and life uh, just kind of just go and do it if you feel like you want to do it because like you said that opportunity may never present itself again and that's something I'm fearful of that I'll have an opportunity in front of me and I don't act on it and that opportunity is going to be gone for the rest of my life and I don't want to be sitting around in the next three four years and being like man I wish I went through that door man I wish I took that opportunity you know what I mean yeah I think there's there are some opportunities that come up where there is very little downside Right. And joining the fraternity, maybe the joining the golf team. I mean, the only downside may have been that you may just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But at least you experience the opportunity. Right. You realize firsthand that you didn't like it and you could, you know, go pursue new opportunities. And like I said before, there's some opportunities in life as you get older, the windows are open very short amount of time and you can either go through the window or, or not. And then some opportunities are, are there for longer. But I'm happy for you. I'm glad you did that. When he first told me he was joining a fraternity or going to try to join a fraternity, it, it definitely did not seem like something Michael right. would do. Like totally not yeah, his. totally not my forte. But I was, from the moment you told me that, I was hoping that you would see the process out to conclusion. And embrace it. And embrace it. And I think then, that's... That, yeah, I think embrace that's, the suck or whatever it yeah, was, right? I think in, I think embracing it's bigger. I think embracing it's almost as big, if not bigger, than taking that leap. Because anyone, I feel like anyone can take that leap. I feel like anyone can step out of their comfort zone just a little bit, just to kind of like dip their toe in the water. But embracing if that water's too cold or too hot is is just as important as, as dipping your toe. Oh, and you got to feel it for yourself. You got to feel yeah, the water for yeah, yourself. Yeah. So without exposing the inner workings of a fraternity, what were because there's I'm sure there's a lot of college students when they join when they when they go to college after high school or they're freshmen there may be some peer pressure to join a fraternity did you have any peer pressure um yeah but not in the sense of like if you don't join everyone's gonna hate you is we want you to join because we really really like you sure um 
I, I had actually hung out with... No one asked me to join a fraternity, by the way, when I was 40 <laughs> going to college, so yeah. I wish they would have, but yeah. anyways. Um, uh, I had actually hung out with a group of guys that was in the fraternity that I was thinking about joining um, about three weeks before I ended up deciding I wanted to join it with, into it. Um, I, I liked the environment that I was in. I liked the guys that I was hanging around with. Um, and ultimately, about two weeks later when it came up, they have to, they have to like ask you to they it's you're not, not gonna like, you're not going to expose anything i don't want to get you in no, trouble no, here I, no i don't think so yeah. it's it's like if you're uncertain we can go to the next quick i have a really good question to ask you about yeah no i think i think it's okay i'll, I'll just kind of give the generalness they basically um i tell them that i want to join and then they let me know that they would like me to join also and then you go through the process and then i go through the process yeah. um and it was really cool because they all really really so about Two weeks after that, right before we did all of that, they were just like, hey, like we really, really want you to be a part of this. Um, and I think that can be a sense of peer pressure because like, if I don't go through with it, then everyone like is going to sure. be upset with me. But it was yeah. more like they really wanted me to do it and I, I really wanted to do it and, and all that stuff. So you went through the process. You went through the, the process and I don't know what that process is. And Michael won't tell me what it is. That's all right. No. So having done that now, because again, I think this is important for any new college student because this is, may potentially be a big part of, of your experience. What skills maybe have you taken away? How has that changed you being in the fraternity? Like, how are you a better person? Are you a better person because you're in a fraternity and why? Yeah, um, I definitely think, feel like I'm a better person. I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people go about day to day and they learn from they learn from each other, you know, and being in the fraternity that I'm in, the guys that I, I'm around are just like me, and I think that's one of the biggest things in terms of, like, joining it. Um, you know, I learn certain things from them. I, I pick up certain things. I think the biggest skill that I've picked up from joining that fraternity is is communication. Ah, that's we, a good one. That's right down the stream of leadosophy. Yeah, so we, um, I can't really talk. To, I don't want to say no, anything. No, no, just, me that's a good one, though. Um, just communication we, is a big we one. We do something where we, we, basically, we basically talk once a week. Um, about things that need to be talked about um, and that's that's the biggest thing in terms of getting the stuff done that we need to get done because we do a lot of events we, we hold a lot of events we do a lot of things for outside you guys do volunteer work right? yeah we uh we actually can you say the fraternity yeah, what it is yeah the fraternity is uh, it's called excelsior excelsior um, okay. excelsior men's society um, we actually so in terms of communication we had to call up uh, the people who run it's called highway cleanup and we're gonna this this sometime this summer we're gonna go out for about two hours a day for about three days and we're just gonna pick up trash from the highway um and we had to talk about all the nitty-gritty details in terms of like who do we have to call how we're gonna get it set up who's all gonna be here how long we're we gonna do it what highway we're we gonna go do it at um Without, so just general communication skills, just, and yeah. which translate over to the business world at, at some point. Yeah, at some point you're going to have to talk to a boss, or you're going to have to talk to a coworker. Um, I think communication is going to be, you know, right now I'm already feeling like it's it's benefited me a lot. Um, I can only imagine what's going to be like in four years when I'm getting ready to go off into the world. So, but yeah, communication was probably the biggest one for me. That's good. That's good stuff. Have your let's talk about the future. For you, have have your expectations changed for the future? Having gone through your first first year at Heidelberg, do you have any new goals? Any anything like that? What what does the future look like for Michael Woody? Yeah, so um, I think expectations have changed, not necessarily in a bad way, but 
in terms of me realizing like, man, this is going to be, it's going to be a long, wrong, long, brutal road because, you know, what I want to do, I have to be in school for about another 11 years, give or take. Um, so because what do you want to do? I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. Wants to be an orthopedic surgeon. Um, um, but the expectation was, you know, I'll go to college, I'll go to med school, I'll be in. Uh, it's not. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be really hard. Um, I've been talking to you about it. Um, my my classes for next semester are looking brutal. What does um, your first semester look so, like next year? Yeah, so my first semester of next year looks like I take a chemistry, I take a chemistry lab, I take calculus, and I take two psychologies. Actually, I'll be done with my minor after after next. Your semester. minor is psych- psychology. Psychology, psychology, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just next semester. And then, you know, I still have to take two other forms of chemistry. I have to take a biochemistry. It's going to be brutal. So expectation wise, uh, I was I was a little, I set the bar a little low for myself, I guess, in terms of like how easy and or hard classes were going to be. Like, Did you put in enough effort this year, you believe? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I finished, I'll, I'll tell you guys, I told him I finished with three A pluses and two A's. Uh, which I felt was pretty good. I got A pluses on every single final that I took for every single class that I took. Um, that was that was I was really happy with how my first year turned out. Um, but I I set it I set my bar kind of low in terms of expectations because I thought it was gonna be you know just like high school I was able to, I was gonna be able to breeze by. It's not gonna be like that. Um, I'm gonna have to take a lot of hard classes. I'm gonna have to do really well in a lot of these hard classes in order to get to the places that I want to get to. Um, so that's a little, that's a little nerve wracking for me, but it's not something that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, roll over and cry about. Let's talk about preparation to meet those challenges, right? Are, do you feel like you are mentally prepared to meet those challenges or do you think there's a gap? Is there a gap you still need to close to get things you need to get better at? Yeah, I think, um... I think I could, I, you know, I felt like I did really good this year because my classes weren't as hard. Um, I feel like if I, if I had prepared and did as much work as I did this year, next semester, it's not going to be very good for me. Um, you know, I did, I did, I did more than the usual amount of work. I did above average in terms of my preparedness and in terms of studying, but I don't feel like it was enough. And that's what I'm saying is my expectations of studying. I feel like I feel like next semester I'm gonna be studying like thirty plus hours a week, just for just to get by. You know what I mean? Did you how 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 were your time management skills? Did they improve? Yeah. Throughout the year, yes. Like talk about yeah, time management in the beginning and then at the end when you finish. Yeah. So um, it's kind of hard to talk like compare them because. My first semester, I wasn't playing sports. And my second semester, I was a college athlete. That's true. Um, but throwing sports out of the way, time management was, my first semester was not as good as, I mean, I finished, I had two Bs my first semester. That's, that's a perfect example to tell you how different my time management was. I had two Bs. Not that that's terrible. And you weren't in sports. Or and I wasn't in sports. Yeah. Not to say that's terrible. You know, Bs, Bs aren't bad. Um, but, you know, Comparing them, I, I didn't I didn't put enough time for school. I definitely felt like I was exploring that freedom that we talked about. Um, I was exploring, you know, my limits for everything like that, and you know how how 
you know, what's the minimum amount I can put in? What's the medium amount I can put in? What's the maximum amount I can That's put in? That's a good in? point. Life is a lot of that value judgment Just of time kind of, and effort. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, you know, I figured out like, hey, this is this is about the amount that I can put in to, to get by and be okay. And then this is the amount that I can put in to get by and be really good. And I took this amount and I put it into this semester. Um, but I don't feel like this amount is going to be good enough for next semester. So, you know, measuring those, those, those little timetables out, it's going to be, it's going to be tricky just because now, um, you know, I'm a college athlete now or student athlete now. Uh, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be taking all those classes as well as, I mean, we practice five days a week for three, four hours sometimes. So I wake up, uh, so like this semester, for example, I'd wake up, I'd go to a 10 a.m. I'd have about 10 a.m. class, 10 a.m. class, yeah, right. 10 a.m. class. I'd have about a two hour break. I would have a, um, I'd have like a, like it was, it wasn't like a, like a big class. It was kind of like, it was just like a 30 minute class at noon. And then I'd have a class at two and then class from two went to, from two to three. I would go from prep to practice from three thirty to about seven thirty. you know, then I got to go back. I got to shower. I got to make sure I eat at some point. Um, and by the time I'm settling in into some clothes and not having to do anything else, it's eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, so um, quite, with quite different than high school. Yeah, quite different than high school. You know, I go, they have all my classes set up. They have all my timetables set up. I had to, you know, I have to pick all my classes, but it's not just about picking classes. It's about picking all my times, right? The time slots yeah, for the classes. Like next semester, I had to, a lot of my classes, I had to do like, bright and early in the morning because I have practice in the middle of the afternoon. And then I had some classes this semester that I had to put at six o'clock in the afternoon because I had practice. So it's just, this that responsibility that we're talking about, just being able to kind of adapt to the situation and go through all that. When I went back to, when I went to college, went back to college, the, f- the first thing I found interesting was being able to pick your time slots of the classes. Yeah. That was yeah, it's super cool. Cause, and you have to get, get on there really quick because all the good time slots go fast. Yeah, and all the good time slots. What are the good time slots for classes? Anything past noon. Because <laughs> I had my first semester, I had a, I had a seven o'clock class. Seven in the morning? Yes, yeah, seven yeah. in the morning. Awful. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't have any seven o'clock, seven in the morning classes this semester, but I had a class from six in the afternoon until nine in the afternoon. Six to nine p.m. Six to nine p.m. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a lot. And that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's but yeah, lot. I thought I thought picking your time slots. I I like how you have that option, um, and I think that has to come with like kids have to be able to choose what time they do things because they have other things going on. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, that's good stuff. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.